You're listening to the Weekly Pick Doctor Sports Betting Podcast. I'm the Rez. And this is the Chief. Every week we share our best picks and strategies for all the major sports. And try to make you a winning better. For the latest and greatest, follow us on Twitter at PickDoctorCA. Hey, this is episode 8 of the Pick Doctors Sports Betting Podcast. It's Thursday night, and we're recording just after the Thursday night game. Uh, I'm the Chief, and here's the Rez. What's going on, Rez? Hello, 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 everyone. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. It's settling in. I came down. I know you're recording remotely today. Hey? Remote, that's right, down in the Bay Area. You know what? I did total coincidence. You know, For later, I might actually go check out the Monday night game. Physically? Physically, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm wow. attending a I'm attending a conference in Santa Clara, so it's like basically like in my hood. Okay, so we we have a lot to go through today, including a few good news and bad news things. Well, why don't yeah. we start with the with the bad news? The bad you know, news. Are you, do you, do and you know the, what? In, a, in our show notes, here? apparently, I saw there was a three day NHL collapse. Oh. So what happened? So here's the thing: November seventh to November tenth. I had an unbelievably bad NHL run, and this 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 it was uh, I missed twelve even, even two reses, twelve twelve picks in a row to to give to get myself to even. So I basically ruined everything that we had been doing for the last month on this twelve unit run. And and there's a lot and of lessons. Give us to your learn from your this. number one your number one excuse and lesson. Oh, I don't. I, it's not a number one excuse. It's just it's just in hindsight. There's a few things I probably shouldn't have done but you know what there's still seven months left of hockey and we will definitely pick it up from there and I know what to do different and I have a lot of different picks coming up in the NHL that will make sure to turn around and and the good news is if you just follow the podcast picks you'll be okay all right what happened on the NHL podcast is, is fine all right Okay, well, in that case, podcast lap episode seven. What do we talk about, um, NHL wise? What did you have? So for NHL on podcast seven, I had the Nashville Predators. Uh, well, it's not really an underdog, but you you counted an underdog in, in the bookies because it was plus one hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat the Canucks, and that was our podcast win last week for NHL. But, That's right. Uh, yeah, do and and, and long live or? the Coyotes. Long like oh we, yeah, just, the Coyotes. They're we, they're just, our money maker here. Yeah, we'll we touch just, on them again as well. Yeah. So okay. So why don't we recap what happened for NFL then? Yeah, let's do that. We can do so, that. Okay. So NFL, what did we do? So last week our podcast picks. You had the Chargers in Philly, and Chargers beat them twenty-seven twenty-four, and you had the over fifty. So yeah, they had we, a slow start there. It was yeah. looking a little sketch, but. Basically, the game plan was that, you know, uh, Eagles can run, Chargers can throw, you know, someone's going to get the get the ball moving and scoring, and then they'll start having a mini shootout. And thankfully, they didn't run out of time, and they actually had that in the second half of the, uh, of the game. And as soon as it was tied, 24-24, uh, we were good. So you squeaked it out. You squeaked out a fifty-one total. Win, so wins over. a win. Wins a win. So wins a I win. I think later in later in the uh, weekend you probably could even got over forty-nine. So yeah, looking that's good. true. Uh, and I had Cleveland and Cincy. So this is one of my first misses on the podcast. 
Uh, they have 41 to 16. Cleveland beat Cincinnati, and I had the under 47 there, and they just blew by it. So that did not work out for me. Yeah, but I then, think you just chalk that up to a, a ransom weird, who knows yeah. what. Yeah. But but then I, I posted a few more uh, over under picks on Twitter, and they both hit. So Vegas against the Giants, Houston against Miami, all both the unders hit. So that system that I've been talking about for, I don't know, the last what? seven weeks it was hitting at 75 percent, and now it's kind of cooled off it's 66 percent hit rate but that's still profitable so we're still making money on that so Good right stuff. now for our total uh nfl we're 26 and 11 so this is our season total between me and you so we're up 12.85 units so that, sorry that I, I missed one pick? yeah that's right i have to we have to bring the, up the early pick. field goal fast so we just finished watching uh, the the Miami uh, Ravens game, and we posted on Twitter an under forty seven and a half, right? Uh, it may have been forty six and a half. I forget. Well, whichever. It wasn't even close. So yeah. we 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 were way under that one, and that. Uh, so we started we started off week ten with a with a win already. So good stuff. Yeah. So why don't we move on to to pick? or look at the four games that we're looking at. So just to remind our viewers or listeners, sorry, each week we, we both highlight and look at four different games and we give our leans for each game. And after that, we give our pick of the week. So you'll get two picks, one from me and one from the chief here. So why don't we start looking at game number one where you had listed Jacksonville versus Indianapolis. And so before you start, the opening line was negative 10.5 for Indianapolis, the Colts. And right now it looks like it's the same. And the total line is opened at 48. And it currently sits at 47.5. So why did you pick this game to look at this week? Um, partly because it's a setup that uh, we saw similarly before. Uh, we, were, we backed Indy in a big line earlier, and we've been looking at the trends for these double-digit favorites uh, a little bit in the past few shows and mentioning a couple things, um, you, know, you know, potentially playing unders because of the clock management. Um, and, you know, I felt looking at those previous things and knowing that I was a bit more preoccupied this week, uh, you know, try and uh, maximize or minimize in the, the research by using, using, you know, past and duplicate data, so... Um, looking at the same thing again, Indy, double-digit favorites, Jacksonville, struggling team, um, although they came off a, a nice win <coughs> um, before. Um, it's a divisional game. Uh, Indy's O is, has really been good, and it's uh, backed by uh, a very balanced attack, right? Uh, but they both play quite slow in terms of uh, the number of offensive plays uh, that they run per game. And, and really, at this point, I still feel Jacksonville can't score very much. Um, so when I graded out this game and looked at the numbers, uh, you know, 10 and a half is a potential play. Um, but, uh, I think I'd also lean, uh, at the, at the under, uh, at this, you know, at this point, 47 and a half is, is pretty high. Uh, you know, because, because in our past, our past episodes, we always talked about big spreads being good to bet on, right? Because it scares a lot of people away, but they're big spreads for a reason. Yeah, so I mean, it scares they, people away, but yeah. also the under is very relevant too. So yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like if I was, you know, looking at this game, um, you know, in my notes so far right now, I've got uh, under as so, a candidate. So I, I had a thing to point out though. So I noticed in the last two games, Indianapolis, the Colts have allowed 
four touchdowns each game, and they've have allowed the most touchdowns, so pass touchdowns, more more than anyone else in the league. That that doesn't worry you. Maybe maybe the rookie QB might uh, in Jacksonville might might do a few things. Yeah, but that. I mean, if you look at the last, uh, you know, if you look at the last couple games, okay, Tennessee, you know, that's they got a solid thing going on there. So letting them score is not a, as big an issue. Uh, the Jets game, which we 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 backed uh, the Colts on previously, um, you know, there was a lot of, I would say, empty empty noise in in that situation at that point. Um, but that was a key win for the Colts because. You know the AFC playoff picture is is um, is quite uh, open right now. So for them to crawl back into it, I feel like they're going to play a solid game, not overlook this, you know, weak opponent, and 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 being scored on that many points last week probably could help a, an under situation here, and uh, okay. just uh, you know. More well, I, I'm I'm looking at Jacksonville because they can keep it close, and they've shown that, and and I don't think it should be overlooked that they did beat Buffalo last week. And after the since their bye week in I think two week six was probably their week seven was their bye week and after that they they've been performing pretty well on the defense side. So yeah, so I mean defense side performance that helps the under right. So yeah, I, that's that's, that's right. where I'm leaning right now. Okay, so you lean you lean the under for this one. I'm I'm leaning Jacksonville to cover actually because I I think they can keep it close, especially yeah, 10, when uh, Indiana half been is allowing, Yeah, Indiana's been sorry not Indiana. The Colts have been. Uh, Allowing a lot of touchdowns, so okay. All right, game number two. This one's the Minnesota Vikings and LA Chargers. So we have an opening line of minus three favorites for the Chargers, and I believe the line has not moved, so it's still that. And the over/under actually moved quite a bit. It opened at fifty and a half, and now it's sitting at fifty-three on a Thursday night. So. That's quite a big move. So, what do you have here? So, again, I'm I'm looking at this at this game, and it the issue is whether or not the Vikings will actually run the ball. You know, they have all these other weapons, but really, they should be running the ball, you know, down the Chargers' throat and sticking with that, sticking with that game plan. Now, it's very likely they'll do that or try to, but the issue is the Chargers who have a somewhat of a you know meaningful or reasonable run game they just don't like call play calling their run game Eckler is always out there catching passes running around yeah and you know they should totally also call a run um you know run first type of offense against these vikings because that's something that the vikings will will give up so so Vi- i'm kind of divided bad, uh bad run defense I, yeah I didn't i'm looking up, at this so i'm not sure yeah I'm, I'm looking at this and i'm trying to think like if they do these things like if they both try to Attack the opposing weaknesses. Um, this game yeah, should go both, under. Both teams have terrible run defense. Chargers. Yeah, they, this game should go under. But then okay. you know, I'm not an NFL coach, so who really knows? Um, so I, that's what I'm looking at when I when I when I you know looked at this number. That yes, the number's high. It's moved up probably because a lot of people you know are betting it up, and because they look at um, you know the weapons that uh, both both teams have. Um, but I think like game planning is going to come into this, and they should both try to run the ball over each other, uh, and that will probably lead to more of a controlled and time managed game. Okay. So and yeah, so one one of the notes I made here was Dalvin Cook could have a really big game just because the Chargers uh, have the worst rush defense, and and in general, I do have Chargers as their overall D seems okay. 
Okay, so yeah. This 53 line looks pretty high. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so what did you end up leaning? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got a question mark with a with an under uh, beside under. it right now in my notes. Okay. I, I didn't really have much on this game. I was I was looking, I was trying to look for an edge in either place. I couldn't find an over-under edge, and I, I, I would go Chargers only because that they do have the better defense on paper. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota's been giving up ton of yards in the last two games like four to five hundred yards actually in the last two or three games actually so i if i had to pick this more of a gun to the head pick where uh i would i would do the Chargers spread if that's I not a to. funny joke because you know dalvin cook feels like he's a victim of assault and oh, guns no. to the head are not cool well we'll, we'll, we'll let that one slide then <laughs> okay right. third game game number three so now we have the Eagles. So Philadelphia Eagles and Denver Broncos. Uh, this game was opened at negative one and a half for Denver as the favorites. And it currently sits at, at negative two and a half. Uh, it opened at 44 and a half for the total. And it currently went up a little bit to 45 and a half. So give me what you got for this. Yeah, I was looking at this game. Um... You know, Eagles are a weird team. You know, it's really kind of hard to back and figure out their their trends and the situations. And so I have a I have a game um, uh, evaluation system where essentially I wound up uh, evaluating the game to a similar under situ uh, situation as tonight's Thursday night game. So um, uh, the number is a little bit lower. I think it's what forty five. Yeah, forty five uh, and, and a half. I feel like maybe it's a possible first half under. I'm looking at. Both teams play slow. Um, you know, both teams are a bit, you know, measured in, in their play calling. And, you know, they, both teams have reasonable defenses as well. So, um, so, so is, this is the pace of play something you look at in, in the NFL? Because I, I know this is probably one of the first times you mentioned it on the podcast, but it must be something that you usually look at. Um, yeah, usually, usually I possession. look at it, but I think yeah. earlier than the season, it's a bit more haphazard. It's not yeah. something that um, you, you look at, but once teams have kind of established themselves, uh, you, you can kind of you know cue more in onto their habits and and and, and things like that. Um, and so you know at this point, once when I look at some when I grade something out in my primary method, I'll I'll go around to see if like other um, stats can you know basically back that up, right? To see if that's a valid valid scenario. Um, and I don't, don't want my one kind of grading system to overweight everything, right? Okay. I, I have an interesting stat on this one that I found. Uh, teams that win their previous game as a dog. So this is Denver. Mm -hmm. so Denver was a previous dog uh, against the Dallas Cowboys, where they actually beat the Dallas Cowboys last week. And our favorites the next game. So now, now the Denver Broncos are favorites. They only cover forty percent of the time. Yeah. So this would mean that, well, if fifty flip of a coin, Philadelphia Eagles have a better chance than flip a coin to cover this week, based on that stat. Yeah. Statistically, these so. two teams are actually very similar. They're mm -hmm. kind of middle of the road offense, slightly below average defense. Playing a you know slightly below average strength of schedule, so kind of where they found themselves is somewhat in a, a same statistical land. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that you know you if you had to you you maybe back the the small dog here. Yeah, 
So what's your what's your lean then here? My my lean is still again looking at the under, especially probably a first half under. Uh, okay. These teams are pretty slow to get out of the gates. At least historically, that's what they they look like. Well, so this game also falls under my total system, the over under system, where I look at uh, the money being bet on the overall totals and the number of tickets and the spread. And this one falls for me to bet the under as well. So mm-hmm. I will be leaning this under 45 and a half, and I will probably lock it in sooner or later. But we have one more game to look at before I make that final statement. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, unless you have anything else to talk about for this game again. I don't. I'm curious about what you're going to say about this game because it, it is a very interesting game. Um, the next game? This, yeah, this, this next game. Okay, the, yeah. The Atlanta... Falcons versus the Dallas Cowboys, right? So yeah, so that's my game that I picked. So I picked it. I picked to talk about this game. So this is the opening line for Dallas as the favorites. So heavy favorites once again at minus nine and a half. It still sits at minus nine and a half, and we have the total opening at fifty and a half, and it moved all the way up to fifty four and a half for the total. So. Initially, the reason why I picked this game was they, it also fell under my over-under um, system. But then I had a limit where if, it, if the totals move over a certain number, so this is something that very rarely happens. I've, I've actually never had a game move four points when I was, before I looked at it and picked it uh, for the system. And now today when I looked at it, it went that way. Yeah, so, it's only Thursday. I know. So now, now, so when I kept looking at it, there's also another lean that I was looking at. I was actually leaning the the Falcons because they have kept it close in their last six games. They've they've kept all games under seven points, or they've won. So mm-hmm. Dallas have already shown a bunch of vulnerabilities, and they have a bunch of uh, injuries in their defense uh, for next game. So this could be something. This could be a over overshot line here. Yeah, I, so I, actually, I, I there's there's I, two I there's two that. ways to play it. There's the under and also leaning against Atlanta right now because they're playing well. All right, looks good. Yeah, you don't have, you have any comments on this? No, I mean I more or less agree. I think Atlanta has secretly um, uh, made uh, their season you know very uh, uh, successful, right? And I think like I, on Twitter I shared someone's tweet about. Uh, two of the most um, uh, productive players right now are the kicker, Koo, and also uh, the, you know, they, everyone calls him the Swiss Army Knife, uh, Cordell Patterson. Uh, he kind yeah. of just came out of nowhere, and he's doing the, the running back role, the wideout role, slot role, everything, and just contributing fantasy points like crazy. And, and not just that, but helping their team win, right? So that's, yeah. that's pretty neat it, to see. It was just odd, though. Last week, I don't know. What the, so I didn't watch the Dallas Cowboy game with Denver. Uh, that Prescott couldn't get anything going, and Zeke was the the Dallas Cowboys were held to just seventy eight yards. So I don't know what's going on over there. Like Dallas, Atlanta, their defense is not as good. So maybe maybe they'll pick it up this week. But yeah, bounce back for for Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay. So then, as we as we always do, we wrap it up with what is our pick of the week for the podcast? What is yours? My pick of the week is the Colts under. The Colts um, under. Okay. Yeah. I feel like so that's... So the Colts uh, under would be 47 and a half. Is that what, that's, you, what you're... That's right. Okay. So I'm going to end up doing the uh, Philadelphia versus Denver under. Just because okay. oh, our, we cannot ignore that 
over-under system that we have is is just knocking it out of the park this year. And to deviate from it is kind of silly. So we need to ride that while it's hot. Sounds good. Lock those in. All right. Well, should we move on to nothing else for NFL? Should we move on to the NHL then? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so why if, don't you take it away? This is, yeah, you're, yeah, you're hosting so this. For, yeah, first month of uh, NHL, mostly done. Um, I think uh, that gives us an opportunity to look at some different stats. I think uh, maybe things to watch out for. I've noticed that there's a lot of, you know, ro- COVID's definitely hitting rosters a lot harder in, in all of pro sports, not just NHL. But um, you were mentioning earlier, uh, Ottawa had a situation tonight. And I, I don't know, what, what are you seeing? Up yeah, there? Ottawa actually had eight players out. And I was, I don't want to say I should have, could have, but I was looking at posting the Kings, but I was not able to get enough information and I wasn't able to post it. I, that should have been a play. It was an easy play, but I missed it. But there's a lot of situations like that coming up and it's very, very odd um, how many players they have out and how close the games that these teams that are shorthanded can still keep the games. Because I remember the first game of the season, uh, Pittsburgh was playing against, uh, I forgot who their opponent was. And they also had six players out, and they actually won that game. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I can't remember who their opponent was. But their yeah, opponent was I remember opponent early too. season. Yeah, I think it was the yeah. Maple Leafs. I actually think it was the Leafs. And the Leafs yeah, just I remember that early season. Win. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's Gensel something that's... Yeah, everyone. Yeah. You got to pay attention to that, though. It's it, 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 it either tweets it out or... Sorry, when I say tweets it out, like these these update lineup update uh, Twitter accounts tweet these things out. You got to pay attention to that, or else. Where where do you it. usually go for lineup information then? So I usually use that website uh, dailyfaceoff.com, mm-hmm. and then there's a few Twitter like left wing lock. That's another one that has these kind of news, and then and then uh, NBC Sports Edge. That used they used to be Roto World. Yeah, yeah, so, I use that one a lot. NBC yeah. Sports so, Edge, the team. So news the thing right? is, NBC it was weird. NBC Sports Edge didn't have it. Until maybe a few hours because they don't the like game. Canadians. Don't, yeah, so I was actually looking at that and I couldn't find it, but it was it was a buddy of mine was telling me, and then I was thinking, I was like, holy crap, there's eight players out. That's a lot of players out for one team. Yeah, so, definitely. And Lord well, Gale, I guess the they, other they lost, big they news two nothing today. Yeah, the other big news in the during the week, I guess, was you know Jack Heidekel finally got traded. He's going to yeah, get the surgery yeah. he wants to get, and um, you know it's just worth noting. Uh, it's not going to be making an impact on the Knights until maybe the playoffs, I guess. Hey, right? if, if, yeah, if, if Vegas if Golden Knights can keep everything close right now, <laughs> even without uh, Pacioretty and Stone in the lineup and they're still able to win, like I think they won tonight. Uh, I, I actually had the Wild here and they just finished the game and uh, they're, they're still playing 500 hockey. So yeah. if they can keep that going, they, they'll, be, they'll be in uh, good they'll shape. They'll be in the hunt. On. All right, yeah. so I guess any schedule notes you want to talk about? I'm going to talk about special teams, but um, uh, yeah, I do. Stuff I do want, want to bring about? up. I want to bring up a few things for tomorrow because we're gonna. Have, I'm gonna have a pick of the pick for this podcast for NHL later, but I'll tell you which one that is later. Uh, so Calgary plays three games in four nights against Toronto tomorrow. Edmonton, mm-hmm. same thing. They play three games in four nights against Buffalo, both on a away away back to back. The difference is. Calgary's going to be a huge underdog, so the Toronto's favored by minus 150. Edmonton, being the away team, is going to be the actual favorite. So they're going to be 
I think minus 170, minus 180, depends on what the odds come out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and then you, you have your power play stats that you look at, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I just need to do a quick check usually just to make sure the Coyotes are continuing their um, poor play and, and their lackadaisical uh, activities. So, uh, you know, I was just looking at the last two and a half weeks. Their power play is still a nice dismal 6%. Uh, they've improved their 50% PK, though. It's it's only up to 78, so it's not that big a deal. So I think I'm still happy to fade them on a on a regular basis. But I, I found a new friend for them, your favorite team, oh, the, the Kraken. Kraken. That's right. They're down they're the there in the basement as well. The they they cannot some, execute yeah. their power play. Um, four, 4% execution in the last two and a half weeks. That's pretty brutal. I, I just and, find it so odd that all the experts, everyone that you talk to, they all love the Kraken. I could not, I didn't, I could not see it. Yeah. And, and then, you know, same thing on the, right. on the, <laughs> same thing on the uh, PK. They're, they're definitely in the bottom of the basement with 73 as well. So uh, look out for potential, you know, anti Kraken plays on Twitter this week. Well, you know, your anti Coyote plays, you've only missed one. Right. That's right. I think it was the Canes. They so, they didn't cover the the puck line. They won just uh, two one or something or three three two or something like that. Some, some but, people uh, think that uh, sports betting and handicapping is so hard, but there are some easy systems out there. Yeah, fade I mean, the, and it's just like the easy coyotes, observation. All you need to do to <laughs> yeah, fade, fade teams that are bad at special teams. I think a good judge is yeah. if you add the two percentages. If you add um, the power play percentage, let's say it's twenty percent. And the PK percentage, you know, let's say it's 85%, like to, and it turns out to be a number above 100, then that's a pretty decent system, like a pretty decent team. But these teams, these two teams that we're now talking about, they're, they're in a combined power play and PK percentage, special team percentage is like combined is below 80 or close to 80. So that's pretty brutal. So that's like a free goal, basically, when you're Every playing game. against them. Every game, right? So, um, you know, that's why often we're playing the puck line because we can get the benefit of a, a higher scoring team. We'll, we'll definitely be able to cover a puck line or the empty so net. That's, will a, that's also actually a very interesting so. stat to, to let everyone know because you, you need to take advantage of this while it's still like that because yeah. I don't think they will stay under 80 as a cumulative number for long. Because eventually, when yeah, when, yeah. Uh, when they get when some more, practices, more I really don't side. know. Like, yeah. I they should have one power play unit. I just but I, I feel the other the other thing I think I was mentioning before is I felt they would give up a lot of power plays just because they don't have the youth or they just don't have the personnel to to properly you know defend against some of these. Who are you talking about, the Kraken? Teams. Yeah, no, well, either the Kraken or yeah. a Kraken's a little better, but definitely the Coyotes, right? Other than yeah. Chikrin, who's also not very fast, he's not exactly. Well, he also know, can't play two skater. Yeah, time. and and exactly, he can't play sixty minutes. So, um, yeah. you know that's 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 basically where where okay. uh, my head's at. So yeah, I just want, that's worth noting special teams. So definitely, you know, anti coyotes and anti crack and let's, let's make it happen. Oh, I have, I have one more, uh, schedule thing. So, so Washington is also playing the Columbus blue jackets tomorrow and Columbus is coming off a five day break. Ooh. So teams that have too much situations, pizza. they lose 60% of the time. So, there you so go. the the Washington at minus one forty is actually not that bad of a pick in value mm -hmm. wise. So, so what do you value, have? What do you have for uh, picks tomorrow then? On uh, so on I NHL. think so. I it came down to be between Edmonton 
and Washington. So Edmonton is going to be a pretty juicy play. So I'm going to quick do a quick check right now. So Edmonton is actually minus 165. I don't like picking minus 165 because I feel like that pads your stats, but I believe Edmonton, I'm going to increase the unit to one and a half units at minus 165 odds. All right. That's my pick. Close to a a unit and for a win. So that works. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at, uh, you know, sticking along our our general strategy. I'm looking at the Blackhawks who, who have seemingly kind of rebounded a little bit, you know, in, in terms of, um, their their franchise or not their franchise like their, their play situation and and um, they they let go of their coach and they perform somewhat better they still still got a long ways to go but I feel like they can um, do some good damage on this uh, Coyotes team uh, yeah. so I like the Blackhawks puck line I think it's a plus one twenty nine right now so uh, should be should be okay. in that area when people are listening to uh, the podcast and be able to take advantage of that as well yeah okay no that's good. Because I was trying to line shop for uh, for for the Edmonton Oilers, but most of the places that where I, I look for odds, they don't even have that game out yet. But for the purposes of this podcast, we had to make get a play out, and I was able to get it at negative. Sorry, not negative, minus one sixty five. And you're going to do the puck. Uh, sorry, the puck line for the Blackhawks, right? Yep. All right. So we have four picks for our listeners this week's podcast: two two NFLs and two NHLs. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, do you got anything else? I'm gonna maybe touch real quick on basketball, but you know, we don't yeah, talk I about think, it much. I think we do have time for some basketball. We 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 blew past all everything else, and we probably have a few minutes left. Yeah, we can probably cover some basketball. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about specifically? Um, I guess people may be curious, like uh, some of the systems that we're using or how our what our approach yes, is. That's right. Um, so I think often you'll see our Twitter posts are are unders. So we've we've noticed trends, uh, early season unders on divisional games. So often you'll see that. I think we missed maybe the last one. I think there was like a Toronto one um, that that maybe we missed. So so uh, are there any uh, differentiation between making these on the early season or later season? I don't think I caught you in the beginning there. Did you say? It, you I think it's just a trend early. that we found, like uh, you know, early season unders. So we want to try and capitalize on those uh, as we as we go along, and um, and then another trend we notice is. Uh, there are some teams that are just better, perhaps they're better coached or they're better prepped uh, at the first half of the game. So, you know, when you take that against uh, the you know market stats, you can bet money line first half. Uh, I think a number of those have hit for us, uh, for those of the, who are following on Twitter. So, you know, that's something that we'll continue to look out for and see where we can uh, take advantage of it. Okay. Yep. Okay. So that's NBA. Now, not to forget uh, the other basketball. There's a, some college basketball picks we posted the other day. So um, we we pu- we put up some numbers for heavy favorites. Now, unfortunately, those those didn't pan out. But uh, that's still an area where we feel um, we can get uh, some advantages based on the trends we've seen in the past, and we'll try and continue to to highlight those. And then also small home dogs. Um, you know, and tr- you know, and translating those into a money line bet. So I think the one we did hit. Uh, the other day was uh, was a home dog uh, on a money line. Um, I think it was like plus maybe one forty four or one forty five or so, and uh, that panned out well too. So, you know, look out for those. We'll try and uh, see what uh, what's out there and and share a few more. Yeah, because what what we're trying to do is we're trying to squeeze out every unit in every sport league out there, so to raise the overall total of our winnings. Exactly, 
Exactly. Okay. So, anything else? We all done? I think that's it. I think we I think we wrapped it all up in thirty minutes or just over thirty minutes. But that's that's uh, that was our goal. Awesome. Well, that does it for episode eight of the Pick Doctor Sports Betting Podcast. I am the Chief, and this is the Res. And as always, good luck and happy betting. Mm-hmm.